Dante, I am very curious, and I want to know all of your your what? story of Hollywood. Who you fuck? No, get out of here. <laughs> Dante, right? So Dante was a child star, and because of that, he grew up in kind of like in the Hollywood circle. The so he day. so he is always just either knows him directly or has a few degrees of separation. So a lot of the stories that he tells is very, very interesting, yeah. right? Yeah, we all want to live vicariously. No, we're just yeah. gonna play a game, because this is off the record. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. Technically. Off the record. So we could just name random what, things, no, or, random, or, random names, and like, no, from, you know from, from the era, from yeah. the so era that like, I grew up in, like, which we're talking about 90s, 90s. early 2000s, and, and if, maybe I got a story that I, if I cross paths with them, I'll be like, this is Do you know them? Okay. Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> He's like, yeah, beat his ass, bro. I don't know Jean-Claude Van Damme directly. I mean, the guys who produced, uh, his first movie, produced a movie I did called Street, uh, Perfect Weapon. And so they actually helped create who Jean-Claude Van Damme was. He was a dancer. He was Martin Marshall. He's a ballet dancer. That's true. Like, he knows how to, like... He was a ballet dancer? He's not really a martial artist. He's a he's a dancer. Which which makes sense, because when you do martial arts on film, it's all choreography. So it's all... I, I do well with my sword fighting and hook and all those things, because I'm a dancer, so... I see. Honestly, all the people that I've trained that used to be dancers, they actually become, like, really good fighters. Like, really yeah. quickly, they transition huh? really quickly. That's why Bruce Lee did the cha-cha. Yeah. And that's why he was so good. So yeah, so I don't know. So that's a strike. I don't know. <laughs> Do you right. know? But but separated. Yeah, because they still produce your film, right? And they produce this film. Kelly Clarkson. What? That's that's, like, that's, 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 Aaron, that's way later. That's, that's way later. later. Yeah, how old are you? <laughs> hey, you're not allowed to play anymore. Man. How old are you? Too young for this. Robin no. Williams. Let's talk yeah, about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Actually, I do want to hear a, a story from Robin Williams. I love that's it. That's true. I feel like we're doing bedtime story. Tell me a story. Tell yeah. me a story. <laughs> how was it like working with them? No, Robin's great. Of course, Robin's great. He's amazing. He's like the genie and. Aladdin, he's just magical. He's really dope, though. Like, we did a lot. We talked a lot about poetry because really? when we started the movie, I, I you were into deaf poetry. Well, before deaf poetry, I loved Deaf Poet Society, mm. and that was oh, so big right. going into it. So we would talk about poetry, and he talked about all these poets he loved and poets I loved, and um, and I continued to write poetry, and he. He was just kind of very supportive to me in that world, and that Whoa. kind of helped me create my my era of like the deaf poetry jam when uh, the poetry lounge became deaf. Dude, Robin Williams co-signed your poetry fucking career. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. My rap, my rap present with this big book, uh, Leaves of Grass, Grass by Walt Whitman. I signed by Robin Williams. What do you wow. like about poetry? <laughs> I try to get into poetry too, but besides rhyming words and shit, you're too much of a beefcake, bro. Come on, man. You never understand it. Story, though. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like filmmaking, just a story in a small form. It's a story with words that no one understands. Hopefully they understand. Well, that. how about the like roses are red, violets are blue shit? Yeah. Give give a, give give part a poem. What's right one now, of your favorite let's poems? See if he understands it. We're just putting it on the yeah. spot. Like yeah. Right. Come on, dude. You don't have any memorized. Dante oh, yeah. original. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so where are you from? See, that's a loaded question. See, I grew up in a blue-collar town, simply meaning the blacks and the browns, and me being of that category, plus my pots made less than 40. Jeez, a year, it's clear to see that me, I be, well, blue-collar. Better yet broke, most of the times, even better poor, but when you're young and you're poor, you don't know that you're poor. It never occurs to you that you don't have a bed, everyone sleeps on the floor. 13 in a house, one bathroom, someone always knocking on the door. At least it was fun. Let's get back to where we started. Where are you from? See, where I'm from, there are cops and there are gangsters, also known as gangbangers. Not unlike the cops and robbers of the movies, but unlike the movies, it's not so black and white. 
the areas of gray in the Issa say it's hard to distinguish the difference between being pulled over by a cop and being hit up by a gangster. Both evoke a bit of pain in the pit of your stomach. I think it's anger masked by shame. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me explain. Followed by a cop. Followed six blocks. Pulled over by the cop. He looks at you, at you as if you are Mark. Uh, where are you from? He does not wait for you to reply. Instead, he accuses you as you deny. You're from the east side. And no, sir, bow your head. Don't look him in the eyes. It's embarrassing getting pulled out the car to sit on the curb, watch the cars drive by. But being where I'm from, that's another part of my life. Now, when it comes to the gangbanger, all you got to be is a stranger. When he asks you where you're from, you can feel it laced with danger. So watch what you say next because you're playing with death. So don't claim the east and don't claim the west. Matter of fact, the same rules apply. Bow your head, don't look in the eyes. I ain't from nowhere, man. I'm just some guy. See, he too sees you as a mark, but they don't really see you, your face or your heart. All they see are marks. Now, me being me, I got a few tricks up my sleeves. Fucked up situations, I got a few of those by simply picking my nose. That's right, picking my nose. Check it. When the cop pulls up, I can feel the heat in his eyes. Or the Monte Carlo filled with gangsters pulls up next to my side. I pretend I don't see them, and I casually try to pick a booger from my nose. And for a second, just a moment, I'm exposed to be a man, not a mark, a human being just like you. Don't lie, you got boogers too. And the cop, he just continues to roll down the street. And the gangsters, well, they just laugh and then they just leave. Sometimes when you see a little bit of yourself in someone else, it can set you free. And the funny thing is, I'm probably from where they're from. The other side of town and I'm just trying to get home. That's tight. Yeah, Bart, dude. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's way better than Walt Whitman. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what we do. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, but then so when I think of poetry, wow. I don't. I think like Edgar Allan Poe shit, yeah. or like Shakespeare. That's a different era. I know, but it sounds so much more lame when they did. I know, but when we, when we take what we're doing now, but when you start studying it, it just kind of goes back. Oh, it's, back. it's like the lineage. It's like watching. Think about those old poems. It's like watching an old black and white film. I love those. That's it. It's all it is. It's like it's just a, a, it's just not. It's different. It still means something for what it is today, but it's not always. Direct, you know. Why do they do, so why do they teach it that way? You know, like when in school, they start old and then you go forward. Why don't you just start with, okay, what's upon me? Like, oh, maybe Kendrick Lamar. Well, Kendrick Lamar actually took from this and then this took from this and took from this. And they, backwards. Yeah, if they taught that way, I would actually like the old shit. Cause not everyone's that cool, bro. It takes a while to get back there, yeah. That was really dope. I'm with you, I, I feel the same way. But when I teach a class, I try to do that kind of stuff too. Like, Kendrick, or what do you like right now? Who you listen to? Cause oh, all poetry. You teach poetry. I have done some poetry workshops and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just rapping without beats. That's what I do. But I everyone just has kept their own style. The hook. There's a lot of people that just do free verse and just talk. It's whatever you want now. It's really just cadence and style yeah. and story. That was really good. You, need, really you cool. need to have a rhythm to it. No. Is that what makes it poetry? Cause I could be haiku. Winds in the willow. Yeah, you can do that. I always <laughs> rhyme, but I, that's I'm one of the last guys that not la I'm one of the few people that are rhyming in like modern poetry. Leaves fall down, wind, exactly. high in the sky, mountains. That's it. Damn, Bart, put that in your fucking book, dude. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> oh yeah, do you know why they do this? Uh, I don't know. It's just poetry thing. I think it was instead of like being loud, it's just like because you know because. They're doing it not just at the end, they're doing it in the middle. In the middle. Wow. If you're, someone says something that you kind of vibe with, you don't want to start. Like, I almost clapped a bunch of times. Yeah. Like, uh, like, Cause the whole time I wanted to interrupt like, that's my childhood you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> I was like, I pick my nose too, I do yeah. it all the time. <laughs> and I've been asked where you're from by a cop and a gangster on the same day, oh my exactly. god. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Wow. That's when you'd be like. Yeah. That was great, that was really cool. That's so cool. That's I don't even cool. care about the other stuff. I know, well. <laughs> we got a free performance. I didn't bro. know you were into poetry. 
Wait, I think I saw your Def Comedy Jam yeah. performance though, because I went down the rabbit hole of that yeah. one time. Oh, cool. Like, I just watched all of them back to back, and I was like, damn, this is cool. So I started a poetry venue kind of out of my living room, like over 20 years ago. Originally called Dante's Poetry Lounge, DPO, Dante's Poetry Lounge, and then that was like, it became this, you know, everywhere we went, it got bigger and bigger and bigger, and then I brought in my other friends, the other posts to help run it, because I couldn't do it every week because I was working, and then when I dropped that off, I dropped. DA Poetry, Poetry Lounge as a whole crew. So DPL, the Poetry Lounge, is what became Deaf Poetry Jam on HBO mm. and went to Broadway Ooh. and went to Tony. And now, before COVID and even now, but it's the largest uh, weekly open mic uh, in the world. That's is your style spoken word? Because I remember that used to go down all the time. Yeah, it's spoken word, poetry, whatever. Yeah. I think they just read in the 90s. We got written up, our crew, me, Shihan, Jamel, uh, poetry. DPL, they're like these. These are the guys that brought poetry back to LA, which is not necessarily true. There's a whole lot of things going on. Just brought more eyes. But they were just like, I think it was just us at our age, who we were, and how popular we got. And then plus, I had a whole Hollywood part of what was going on. Like a lot of Hollywood cats would be coming through. So many people have come to the poetry lounge, you know. That's so sweet. Yeah. Poetry. Get, Bart, get your get ready. Get your you debut ready. Speechless, though. Well, I'm ready, dude. Get out of here. Go ahead. <laughs> I think a part of my comedy self, or like the immature self, spoken word used to be so funny to me. No. Because it can get pretty intense, and then just, I don't know. Oh, like when their voices get like really intense. Well, it's, right? it's, it's a cadence, everything. Yeah. It's just the whole culture. But it's right? always about like the, the person that does it, right? Because you can say that about anything. Yeah, that's true. Well, you could do it cool, but there's a lot of people that don't. Because comedians, poets, are the flip side of the same, they're the same coin. That's they're why, they're yeah. modern day philosophers. And yeah. there's good poets and bad poets. Yep. There's good comedians and bad comedians. <laughs> yeah. But at their best, really you dumb. know, they're supposed to both make you think yeah. and laugh and maybe have some emotional. We're, we're supposed to, we have the same job. Yeah. We're just yeah. doing it in different, different way, but we're actually the same exact job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why like George Carlin, he started doing a bunch of poetry like yeah. later. In no, his... I would do a lot of shows throughout the years at Comedy Store, improv, like we'll go back and forth, comic, poet, comic, yeah. poet, comic, poet, and just like, and we'd be talking about the same shit. Mm. That's tough. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't know you did comedy too. I didn't do the comedy, I did. I would do a poetry set, like an mm. open mic. Mm. Yeah, no, it would be like, we just set it up, like the poet, the comic gets like seven minutes, and the poet gets seven minutes, and you just go back and forth. Sometimes I forget that these art forms exist because there's new ones coming out. And then like new styles of like using technology with storytelling and stuff or like back then you had to be able to have first and foremost the ability to speak in front of an audience and not be afraid to talk in front of people but yeah. now like like vloggers or whatever you can be this introvert who's scared to talk in front of an audience but you can record your message on your webcam and then just you know, I think that's like modern day, like doing speeches or whatever too. Performances. Performance, yeah, yeah. Like, like what a lot of the, um, like Ryan and um, Kev Jumba and those guys kind of invented, like, the, just the first person, like, like speaking into a webcam, right? And then they would edit it, and then they would construct an idea, like, yeah, like a, they would pursue a thought or a question or whatever. And I was like, yeah, this is pretty dope. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Cam Girls invented that. <laughs> but they were showing yeah, like, they came out later. Ooh, Ooh I know you're so big, Daddy. I know you're a big <laughs> daddy. Like Touch vloggers. me over here. <laughs> the original vlogger guys. Yeah. They've impact I remember when it was happening, they impacted Hollywood because that jump cut 
Yeah. In between things where it just was not a good cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was happening so much that now people in Hollywood you are using it. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It's like that? what the fuck you just that shot just went from there to there like yeah because yeah, we're so used to watching wow, it through vlogs you you see how we all influence each other. It's yeah. crazy. If you're doing a young show you can do that. Yeah. And it's normal. Like it's, it's, normal. it's not weird. Like no kids are gonna say that's bad filmmaking. Yeah, that's true. That's true. When I went to film school back in 2007. <laughs> you could do that shit. Yeah, like they, they would teach you. It was like, hey, hide your cuts. Right. Hi, cut away to another angle so you, it feels seamless and all that. But now, like getting right out of, I ran out of film school in like 2009 and like entering YouTube. It was like, everything you just learned, Casey, toss it out the fucking window. Yeah. Whole new world now. It's crazy. Uh, today's video is brought to you by Upstart. Upstart is a pretty amazing site where you can go ahead and grab some loans up. And now, what separates Upstart from a lot of these other companies that's lending you money? Well, I think it's pretty awesome that it goes based off of your education history and so many other factors, because the number one thing that I think is hurting a lot of my friends and people I know is credit card debt. Like, credit card debt is crazy. And if you guys don't know why it's so bad and damaging, well, there's something called APR. And this is the same thing as interest, right? And it's very high on credit cards. They could run up to like 16 to 24%. So real quick, if you owe like a thousand bucks, right? They're putting 24% on that annually. Imagine if you can owe the same money, but now for a way smaller percentage, Upstart can help you do that. And I think it's pretty amazing because you can just sign in, you know, put in your information and within like, five minutes, you'll already get the answer if you got it or not. Yeah, and a lot of people, they actually have not just one credit card, they'll be multiple. And then the problem is you're trying to manage all four credit cards, you wanna pay it all all on time, they all have high interest rates, and then it can feel like you're constantly losing control of your financial situation. What's cool about Upstart, you can get one loan, pay all of them off. Now you only have to pay this one loan. And like Joe was saying, they assess more than just your credit score, it's your education. You can get a much better rate that way. And many times they can approve you in five minutes and you can even get your money the next business day, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So don't delay. Go ahead and fix your financial life and credit score and debt problem, all that stuff. Go to upstart.com slash off the record or go ahead and check the link in the description box below and you can see our promo code there and get started with Upstart. That's upstart.com slash off the record. My videos have awful jump cuts. Like really well, bad. they're just I'll awful like in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're still really bad, but still, you know, it's like. No, but then people, I don't know, it's weird because then they like the jump cuts. You're right. And then it moved on to going backwards again where people don't want, or actually no not cuts. even backwards, but like zero cuts. Live they streaming? just want to see well, raw live, live stream, now we're back to live streaming. Yeah. Right? Which is actually better with editing, I mean, because I, I do like editing, but then I hate, I hate sitting down to edit. But once you're there, it's like kind of fun because that's actually where the story gets told. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your whole humor, all your jokes, however you want to do it, who we want to play with it, that's when it gets made. Yep. But to sit down and do it, I fucking can do 50,000 other things before I can <laughs> sit down and do this bullshit. <laughs> I wonder where poetry and like these more campfire style like art, you know, like like poetry, comedy, storytelling, like just standing in a circle and like talking. Like I feel like, I mean, you can do that on streaming or whatever, right? But that in-person vibe and the feel, it's much different in my opinion than like doing it online. Like you can still feel it online, 
But then the Everybody's energy lost. in an audience, mm -hmm. like when you perform, it's just a couple of us, but we all felt it in the room. Or like if you're doing a stand-up, you know, open mic night, you hear the roar of the laughter and the back and forth. That energy is much more amplified yeah. than That's like the in problem. the bedroom. That's the problem, even with like stand-up specials or even like deaf poetry. It's a theatrical experience. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like you can't watch it. It's like watching those Peter Pan things, those theater things on TV. It just don't work. Yeah. Like it never feels the same. Even seeing a great concert shot, it's yeah. never gonna feel as good as if you were in that right. auditorium. That's true. And so there's there's wow. that. Yeah. I mean the problem is everyone's trying to shoot it. Now. Yeah. So that's yeah. the annoying part. And there's all that cancel culture with that. Maybe when shit comes back, it'd be crazy to do a poetry show, theater show. Uh, Especially comedy show where like you gotta turn your phones in yeah. and let the comic go off. Yeah. I wanna hear yeah, uncomfortable right. thoughts. Cause now right. everyone's scared yeah. to yeah. say some shit cause someone's gonna pull some shit yeah. out. But if everyone checks their phones in, it's and no, then no more of that. they still do that and then have a second phone and then yeah. Yeah. there's the Chappelle that did that yeah. like he took phones away but then yeah. in People the middle of the set it. someone yeah. still had a phone go oh, off yeah fucker dude yeah. yeah I wanna I wanna go back I guess to a time where but the phone go were, off no where people were allowed to explore thoughts on stage or workshop ideas together you didn't have to come with a perfect thought mm -hmm. yeah like that's difficult to do and then I see so many performers now self-editing while they're performing. Sure. It is so cringe to me because yeah. it's like, I hate when you have to explain the joke or preface it with like, I don't mean this about everybody, but here's scared. the joke. We're yeah. all scared. Fuck, man. Their ass. Yeah. yeah, it's just do the fucking joke. I think you need to do a show, take the phones away, have a little scrambler that scrambles the signal so you can't Ooh. hear anything. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't do shit. It just cancel shit out. That, that might be the next move, right? And then you just get to be free, like yeah. for like a small amount of time. Well, it's it's got to be a show where all the audience have to take the clothes off. Yeah. Before you enter the room, yeah. you have the room a little bit warmer, of course, because you don't have the cold. It's like a reverse cam girl situation. Well, that's, that's, what what that's what we've been trying to do too, like with Patreon and stuff. You know, we're trying to have like a small little bubble right. of security, like with at least your own fans that you know, it's like, okay, you guys understand we where cool? I'm coming from. We cool? Yeah. You know you're not gonna take my shit out of context. No, you know, but yeah. it goes back to like, even when we're talking about the beginning, beginning conversation, my generation, when we, even when we're going out, like celebrities don't really go out anymore, even before COVID, because there's too much cameras, there's too many things, not Everywhere. just the paparazzi. When we were going out, when I said I'd see Justin battling Usher at the club yeah. on a Monday night, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jay Imagine TV if a video Hulu. like that went like, out. They don't do I that don't, anymore. Yeah. So they used to do that a lot in the 2000s. Yeah, because I mean, there was a fucked up thing. You couldn't get in a certain club because it was just like, you know, it's that exclusive. thing. Exclusive, yeah. like people yeah. be waiting out there all night. You feel shitty because you're like, uh, you're never gonna get in this club. And then you hear Jay-Z's in there. Jay but once in you there. get in that club, yeah. you know, you'd be crazy stuff. Listen Milano's birthday party at oh, Highlands. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> and, uh, but then, that doesn't exist anymore. I don't know if that's ever gonna exist anymore. Yeah. You know, because there's, everyone's too scared to do something wrong. So people are just doing house parties. House parties. Mm -hmm. Like Dan Bilzerian house parties. Mm. But everyone's recording it. And masks. Everyone's wearing masks. <laughs> You're still recording it. I know, you guys are part of the people that created this whole- I know, we yeah. fucked it up, dude! It's all on you all my stuff I record on a camera, not on a phone. But I'm also, <laughs> you know, when I was single, I was dating girl, you're dating the young, you know, Girls that are into Instagram, they they're vlogging their night. Yeah. And you're like, are you fucking serious? Do you have to do this right now? <laughs> what do you what do you say to that? 
uh, I was just like, let him do it. Cause I'm a, I mean, I do it sometimes too. Yeah. Uh, when we were maker, we do the maker, you know, Disneyland thing all the time. You were with all the vloggers, every and everyone got a separate camera. This is what we're doing. And I'm like, this is what I mean. Oh, that's all we're doing. We're all doing it. This is my drink. People just want to be along for the ride, though. I know. Like, they just be I really know, but there's got to be a more. I don't know. It's all good. I think yeah. there's moments. People are gonna get tired of it. Like, let's do yeah. it for an hour. Let's do it for an hour. And that's it. Yeah. And then Put it let's. Away. And then it's a wrap. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it's just a phase, right? Like, people are gonna watch it. And the people that are watching it will get tired of it. People that are doing it will get tired of it and it'll evolve into something else. Yeah. But the way I see it is like humans always want to share. We just never had the tools to. People always want to document. Like every time we go back in the day, family trips, parents are taking thousands of fucking pictures or something. And then they'll make, they'll make albums out of it. And when people come over, they'll be like, look at what I did. Look yeah. at this shit. That's just the same and shit. And you're like, cool, yeah, Yosemite, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is. Like, I want to flag all those photos. <laughs> <laughs> these, ones these ones suck, suck, suck. <laughs> You'll get tired, they'll get tired, we'll get tired. But then the next person won't, is not tired. Yeah. Yeah. There's someone falling. new, there's another yeah. new cute It'll, kid like, that thinks this thing. And then yeah. they want to check it out. It'll turn into something else. Yeah. But that's just life. So I don't have no shame and I just like, it is a little bit strange. Really. It is yeah. weird. Okay. Yeah. We're going to vlog our whole night. Yeah. yeah you could this is our second day. <laughs> oh shit. You could expect to leave her house and someone's recording something. It's just crazy. Yep. Which is crazy. Yeah. Look what you guys bad. fucking did. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. We record on cameras. I'm, this is new school, I love man. It. But that's why there's I no love way. it. Yeah. I feel like it brings people together. Cause you can humanize the I world. I think that's a beautiful part of it. Yeah, yeah. dude. Cause now technology is getting to countries that never had it before, mm -hmm. and you see dudes like Soy Tiet going viral. <laughs> yeah. Fucking 45, 43, right? And yeah. he's just like a he's like a cow herder in Vietnam in his little village, and it's like, damn, dude. Now, back in the day, the only way you would see these kind of kids is on. TV commercials where it's like, please feed the hungry, and you're like, oh, the fucking poor, unfortunate. But you realize they're just like us, and they're just chilling, and like, like, you know? There is something, that I think I can do that. I had this idea, like, if I do a live stream, it's like, this is the deal, fans, or whoever gives a fuck about a thing. At three o'clock every day, I'm gonna give you 10 minutes of no matter what the fuck I'm doing at 3 p.m. No matter where oh, I am in the world cool. or anything or meeting, I'm yeah. just gonna go live at 3 p.m. So if you wanna roll with me yeah, for tight. 10 minutes you're like your at 3 p.m., you're, like, you're like, it's oh, 3 God. minutes. We're like, damn. You're all fucking here, girl. <laughs> you're like, I got eight more minutes left. What y'all wanna do now? <laughs> but if, if it's a small amount of time that you give, it's like, then that's cool. I just don't wanna do it. Ad nauseum forever. Yeah, you know that yeah. gets a little bit like whoa. Well, that's what a cool are we way doing? to do it. It's a cool way to compartmentalize it. Because I'm sure if, when you're with, around certain people, it does get exhausting when they're always vlogging or something like that. You're like, all right. Yeah, you're nice. like, no, baby, you are cute. That's good. Nice yeah. dress. Like, I got you. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>